Pre-game activities continue at Memorial Coliseum on this Friday night. The first game of the 2013 portion of the season is about to unfold as the Comets host your Cincinnati Cyclones. Time now to visit with the Cyclones head coach, Jared Scaldi, to preview the action first. Let's talk about the news of the week. The first big move of 2013 came just a couple of days in when you dealt Maury Edwards to Florida and acquired a very strong defenseman in Taylor Ellington. First, for those that may not know who he is or where he's played, give us a scouting report. Well, I've always liked Taylor uh, last year when he was in Kalamazoo for the majority of the year, and then he got uh, uh, traded at NHL level to uh, his NHL rights got traded, and he had to go to uh, Chicago Express. So uh, we saw him a lot last year. I really liked the way he played. We saw him recently with the Florida Everblades, and the opportunity came up to uh, to acquire Taylor, and obviously you got to give up somebody of quality, and I felt uh, Maury Edwards done a great job for our organization for a, a year and a half. Uh, you know, I know last year Maury had a great rookie season. Uh, a little different this year. I know he's um, uh, struggled a little bit from a point stand standpoint, but uh, you know, I think it's going to be a fresh start for Maury going down to Florida. But uh, for us, I feel uh, you know Taylor's going to add a little bit uh, more offensively and a little bit more size on the back end. Your second matchup against the Comets, you picked up a 4-1 win in this building a couple of weeks back. What did you learn from the first matchup, seeing them head to head, that you're going to use in this second one? Well, they've got some skilled forwards. They've got some guys that can score. They've got uh, the ability to transition. So. Uh, our biggest thing is puck management in the neutral zone, making sure we're not turning over pucks and giving them any off opportunities, odd man rushes or, or, or that, that, that speed against our D. The other thing is that we want to play fast. We've got to transition offensively, get pucks deep on their defense and, and, and sustain our offense, and that's going to be having active D and putting a lot of pressure on the puck. As much as you've had such a great start in, in games this season, you look at your statistics, you're a very second-half strong team in terms of offense and defense, for that matter. What do you attribute that to? Well, I'm not sure we can attribute to it. I know we talk about playing fast and coming out hard, and I thought we've done a good job uh, uh, throughout the year. There's been times of late I don't think we've come out in the first period, as example, last game, the way we want to come out, you know, allowing 17 shots in the first period. That's not our hockey team. We talked about it. Um, you know, we, we we do that to teams. We want to come out and put the pressure on teams, and uh, uh, we got away from it a little bit, so, of course, that's something we, we have talked about we want to do tonight, but for some reason we have a little bit of a lapse in the second period, and we've addressed that also. We've talked about it on, uh, you know, staying focused for 60 minutes because we seem to have great third periods. We put a lot of pressure on in the third period, but for, for some reason that second period has been a, an area of our game that we need to focus better on. Getting back to the matchup in a minute, let's take a step back for a second and, and give us your assessment of Josh Shallow, who was named this week to the ECHL All-Star team. I got to think there were probably five or six guys that could have easily gotten a nod from the ECHL. Certainly well-deserving for Josh. Tell us what he's meant to your club and, and what kind of an award this means for him. Well, I mean, we're very proud of Josh. It's something that's an achievement. Uh, being a rookie first-year guy, uh, getting that nod from uh, from his peers and from the coaches around the league so I think it's a great achievement for Josh I think he's a guy that, that's gotten better and better as the season's gone along and I, he just has that, that knack to score goals I mean he has an ability to score from anywhere on the ice whether it's behind the net or on the goal line um, uh, he has that he has that ability so uh, you know it's well deserved and uh, like you said there could have been some other I thought David Pecan's having a good year from a young mm -hmm. prospect standpoint I thought Pac-Man uh, is a guy that may be deserving of that, that those accolades along with Brian O'Hanley but um, you know we're happy for Josh and uh, he'll represent our organization very well. You make mention of, of Josh's accolades among the many things he is towards the top in the league in his game-winning goals. It's funny, you contrast this team that you're about to coach against the team you're about to face. They're a team in Fort Wayne that has one very strong offensive player. Not that there are others that they can't score, but you have 40-point guy in Brandon Marino and everybody else below him. This team on your bench, on the other hand, has pretty much weapons from everywhere. You see all season. What 
does the game plan mean different, uh, differently going against a guy who is so good compared to everybody else who's a little bit down there in the, in the stats? Well, I think it just comes down to our defensemen uh, having awareness of who you're out against. I think uh, when, you, when you have a guy like uh, Brandon Marino who's put up uh, some big numbers, you just have to have awareness when he's on the ice. Uh, uh, you know, besides that, I feel we can roll our three lines and it can play against uh, against uh, any line. So, um, you know, the, from a matchup standpoint, we're not too concerned. It's just more of an awareness out there. Speaking of rolling, it, earlier in the season, we joked off the air and on about how it, it is tough when you have three goaltenders and you're rotating and you're putting guys in, deciding who's going to go when. Now this is a time of year where having three goaltenders tends to be a luxury now, more than it is a pain. Well, absolutely. I mean, with all these games, I think we're trying to manage it uh, properly. We're, uh, you know, um, uh, Michael Hauser is going to get the start tonight. Zoltan's going to back him up, and we left Brian Foster at home because he's going to get the start tomorrow. So, you know, we want to make sure that when our goalies are in there, they're well rested. They've got the proper work they need, but uh, most importantly, they'll be ready to go, focused, and, and and staying back on some trips like this. I think we can use this to our advantage. And again, uh, you know, uh, like I said, Foster's going to go to. Mars Zoltan will get the night off and he'll most likely get the start on Sunday. So uh, the way I look at it, we should have th- uh, three rested goalies in a three and three situation. Best of luck tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. That's Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi. We'll come back and check scores of other games on the other side of this timeout. This is the Cincinnati Cyclones Radio Network.